This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihudahu wa ba'd. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank him upon all conditions. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his entire household, all his companions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them all, every single one of them without exception. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of us and our offspring, those to come up to the end. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us all steadfast. Amin. My beloved brothers and sisters, Every one of us looks forward to the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We all look forward to that which Allah has kept that would make us smile. We all want good health. We all want good children or a good spouse before that. We all want a good job. We all want to be successful in this dunya, in this world, that which we would term the gift of Allah. In the Arabic language, the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the boons of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referred to as ni'matun or an ni'am. Ni'matun means the bounties of Allah, the favors of Allah, the gifts of Allah. Ni'am is the plural. So I would like to achieve these gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There has to be a way of doing it. There must be a way. If I want to get something from Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala that I feel would benefit me in this dunya, in this world as well as the next. What should I do? So it is impossible that a religion such as Islam, which is the perfect way of life, can not have told us what is to be done. So if we were to take a look at Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what he taught us, how he lived, how he did things, what he went through, we would come to realize that he was the most favored of all of us. Allah blessed him in the biggest way possible. But never ever was it about figures. It was more about the blessing in what he was given. If you take a careful look, whenever Muhammad made a dua, whenever he supplicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he concentrated on the barakah, on the blessings of it. And he never concentrated on the figures and the amount. For example, when he asked for sustenance, he asked for that which had blessing in it. He asked for that which was broad. Broad meaning we are comfortable, alhamdulillah. He didn't say, oh Allah, I need a million dirhams. Oh Allah, I need, for example, this and that. His duas and supplications were so broad. They were so fulfilling because... He knew better than any one of us that this life is a test. This life is not permanent. No matter what you have in this life, it is only to be used as a tool to earn your paradise. When Allah blessed you with wealth, He's going to ask you, where did you earn it? Where did you spend it? What did you do with it? And so on. When Allah blessed you with health, He's going to ask you, you were young, you were energetic. What did you do with your health? What did you spend it in? You became old, you became depleted literally. How did you become depleted? What did you use that energy in? We gave it to you. Health is a gift of Allah. 
Ask those who are failing in health, may Allah grant them shifa and cure. They will confirm to you that health is a gift of Allah, one of the greatest gifts, so much so that the Prophet ﷺ has said, even your free time is such a big gift that people become deceived when it comes to your free time. نِعْمَتَانِ مَغْبُونٌ فِيهِمَا كَثِيرٌ مِّنَ النَّاسِ There are two gifts of Allah. Two ni'am. You see the word ni'ma that we use. Two gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Two bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that many people are deceived regarding. Or they don't even know about it. They take it for granted. What are these two? As-sihhatu wal-faragh. Your health and your free time. Why free time? Because every second that passed is never ever going to come back. So if you wasted a day, you have wasted a portion of your life. For you and me, to be honest with you, my day should be rotating around how am I reserving my spot in Jannah. That's what I should be thinking about. How am I going to reserve my position in Jannah? In this life, we have people who've never owned a house, but they have booked their place in Jannah. And we have people who own property upon property, but they have forgotten to book their place in Jannah. Look at this. So ironic. It goes to show it's got nothing to do with what Allah dished out to you in terms of wealth. Sometimes that wealth is either a punishment or it is a major test rather than a gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It depends how we are leading our lives. So the Prophet ﷺ teaches us something very, very important. He speaks about the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We want the gifts of Allah. I would like the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do I receive these gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It's closely connected to my link with Allah. If I don't have a link with Allah, what I'm getting is not a gift of Allah. It is a test of Allah. It is actually sometimes a punishment. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا أَرَدْنَا أَن نُهْلِكَ قَرْيَةً أَمَرْنَا مُتْرَفِيهَا فَفَسَقُوا فِيهَا فَحَقَّ عَلَيْهَا الْقَوْلُ فَدَمَّرْنَاهَا تَدْمِيرًا Speaking about how when he wants to destroy a nation or a town, he actually causes a certain group from amongst them, the affluent from them, to perpetrate crimes, to engage in sin, and as a result, the punishment would be deserved by them, then he destroys them, which means he gave them, and then he knew what they would do with it. They were not thankful in any way. When you get, my brothers and sisters, become closer to Allah. When the wealthiest from amongst us is here for salah five times a day, and he is as humble as ever, that nobody knows how much wealth he has, then we are heading in the right direction. For us, wallahi, we have a disease. What is it? The first million I earn, I feel that I now can breathe the air two centimeters above the rest of the people. So I'm with my nose in the air, just because I have a million rands. Ask me, I come from Zimbabwe. That million can come crashing. You know, from eight, we move to 15. From 15, may Allah not let it go the way we went all the way to 150 and 1 million and a trillion. And we learned numbers we never knew existed. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. The wealthiest from amongst us became poor. Do you know that? It can happen to anyone. It happened just across the border. 
So don't ever let it deceive you that I've got a lot and now I can start ruling people, dishing out instructions, becoming... No, I've got a lot. I must spend in the cause, in the correct cause that will please Allah. I must humble myself. Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak, rahmatullahi alayhi. He was such a wealthy man. It is reported that when he used to go out in the battlefield, he used to cover his face. So no one knew it's the same man. When he used to spend, he used to cover his face. No one knew it was him spending. And he used to be found in the masjid. No one even knew what wealth he had. Subhanallah. These were the people. Why can't we learn? If you are close to Allah, what you have is a gift of Allah. If you are close to Allah, the disease you have is a gift of Allah. If you are close to, to Allah, the armed robbery you may have had is a gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Evidence of it is clear in the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was the closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet there were battles where people prepared armies to come and tackle him. He never said, Oh Allah, this is your punishment. He always said, Ya Allah, if you are happy with me, there's nothing else I want. You know what happened in Ta'if. I don't need to repeat it. He considers it a gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, if you are happy with me, this is a gift. If you are not happy with me, we have a major problem. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a lesson. He lost his children, his sons in infancy and childhood. He considered it a gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not complain. No, he did not complain against the decree of Allah. But as a human being, he felt it. He was sad. He cried as well. And he said, These tears are just a sign of mercy. I'm a human being. These tears are a sign of mercy that Allah has placed in the hearts of those who have mercy. But at the end of the day, the gifts of Allah were known. The reason I have chosen this topic is because many of us are confusing the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with numbers and figures and material items. Wallahi, the two can be connected, but not necessarily connected. Some people have so much, they cannot sleep. Some people have nothing. They snore such that it's difficult to wake them up. Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us get up for Salatul Fajr. In that case, it would be a gift. And believe me, there is no point in pretending to be pious by fulfilling five salah in the first saf, having mashallah, sunnah, dressing and so on. And we despise people and we harm people and we crook people and rob them, deceive them, talk bad with them and about them. And we dish out instruction as though we are the only ones. No, remember to marry the two. You want to be a pious person, it will show in your character. If you want to know that your salah is accepted, it will show in your character and the way you treat the rest of the creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you have a problem, the way you treat the rest of the, the human beings and the creatures of Allah, the way you talk to them, if there is a problem in that, you need to know there is a problem with your salah and the rest of the acts of worship. It's just a show. It's just a show. May Allah forgive us. May Allah grant us the ability to love one another in the true sense, my brothers and sisters. Wallahi, if you take a look at the Quran, once you have a gift of Allah, we all want increase. Let me explain what type of increase. All of us, without exception. When Allah gives us something good, we want a little bit more of the same goodness, mashallah. Why? Say for example, you are sick and Allah grants you a little bit of cure. What's your dua? Oh Allah grant me cure. We say kamila. What does that mean? Complete. We want a full cure, oh Allah. I know I'm halfway there. Allah says, hang on. You never used to worship me. 
in such a sincere way when you were healthy. So as a gift to you, we kept you sick. So now you are so sincere. When you cry, those tears are real. They are genuine. We know because you need something. So if we keep you in need, it's a gift of ours upon you. Because the minute we take the need away, you are probably going to forget us once again. Let that not happen. My brothers and sisters, listen very carefully. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses us. We want increase. I can give you another example, material. Mashallah, you have a job. And after searching for a job for two years, making dua, oh Allah, grant me, grant me. And you find a job and they're offering you 5,000 rands, right? A month. And they keep you at that salary. Would you be happy at that salary for the next 10 years? The answer is no. We want an increase in two months, three months. We will start complaining life is expensive. You know, so and so. What does that mean? That means we all want increase, don't we? So Allah says, You know, the terminology used in the Arabic language is powerful. It is language that confirms that Allah is emphasizing the fact that He will definitely grant you increase if you are thankful. Shukr. The gifts of Allah are very closely connected to your gratitude to Allah. When you are not grateful, what you have is not a gift. It's a punishment or it's a major test. When you are thankful to Allah, even if you have something that appears negative, it's a gift of Allah. Sometimes someone desperately wants to marry a person. And this happens a lot nowadays with the young people. And there is something blocking them, stopping them. And they don't realize they are calling out to Allah. For them it's negative. Perhaps... If you are close to Allah, Allah is saving you from something major, from a disaster, from something big. So learn to entrust. Learn to trust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lay your trust in Allah. I'm close to Allah. Why do I need to worry? So Allah says, if you are thankful, I will definitely, definitely grant you increase. There's no two ways about it. And Allah does not lie. And Allah does not cheat us. And Allah has never mentioned a wrong word in the Quran. So when he says, be thankful, I will give you increase. Some of us sit with the tasbih and we say, shukr, 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 shukr. Or, lakalhamd, lakashukr, lakalhamd, lakashukr. And we think that that is the only way of thanking Allah. I mentioned it by mouth. And I go to the clubs and I commit zina and I'm deep into music and the beat and I'm eating haram and I, I'm not bothered how I'm dressing and I don't mind lying and cheating and I've, my salah is not even in order but I just sit and say, Lak alhamd, laka shukr, laka alhamd, laka shukr. Why be a hypocrite? True gratitude to Allah is when you promise in your heart here and now that, oh Allah, I will change my bad ways for your sake. That's all. That's true gratitude. What are you losing? Each one of us has weaknesses. When you promise Allah, Oh Allah, I'm insan, I'm weak, I'm a human. I err, I falter, I've sinned. Oh Allah, I promise you here. And now, blessed Friday, you give it to us every week. We don't know if we are going to see the next one. But I promise you, my bad habits, I will change them for your sake. You watch how Allah will increase you in blessings. That 5,000 rands that you have, you won't need an increase in figures because you will still be having change after you've spent monies that you had to. And you will have change. 
And you will say, Alhamdulillah, when you buy something, that item will be durable. It will last. Sometimes you buy an expensive apparatus or appliance and it's broken. What happened? No barakah. Where? Why? I tell you why. Because your shukr, there's something wrong in it. You've misinterpreted it, misunderstood it. You don't know what it's all about. And this is why Allah says, when he has given someone a gift, he doesn't ever take it away unless they change in their gratitude. Do you want to hear the verse? ذَٰلِكَ بِأَنَّ اللَّهَ لَمْ يَكُ مُغَيِّرًا نِعْمَةً أَنْعَمَهَا عَلَىٰ قَوْمٍ حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُوا مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ Allah is promising that He will never change a gift that He has given a people or a nation. He will never change a gift He's given you until and unless the people themselves have changed in a way that they are no longer grateful to Allah. Something has gone wrong with them. Then he says, I take the gift away. Or I can convert it into a means of punishment. The same thing you have. Someone has wealth, it's a gift. Another person has the same wealth, it's a punishment. How do we know this? We would only know it by gauging ourselves how close are we to Allah. Am I sinning? Do I continue sinning? Some of us, we earn, mashallah, tabarakallah, we've got increase. Instead of seeking halal, we go out to seek haram. May Allah safeguard us. And I don't need to mention what haram channels are, I'm sure we know them. Think within yourself, what is the haram you know? People have wealth, the first thing they do, Haram. Why don't we amass with the intention of making hajj? Subhanallah. Softening your heart. Go to Allah. See the barakah that will come. Just yesterday, someone told me a story of how as they were growing and they earned their wealth and the father says, do you know what? Instead of buying the house first, you'd rather go for hajj first. And they say, we went for hajj. When we came back, we had a bargain of a house waiting for us. That's a gift of Allah. Speak to the people. See, we are all complaining, my brothers and sisters, about what? Hey, I don't have enough. Everyone is complaining. You have a wife, you don't have enough. You have children, you don't have enough. What do you want? What is going to make you happy? Part of the ni'mah of Allah is He makes you content with what He's given you. Now you have a wife, you say, Alhamdulillah. That's it. I thank Allah. I've got children, mashallah, that's my day. I spend my time with them, nurturing, trying to teach them. Because when I die, Allah is going to ask me, I gave you children. You cried for those children. When I gave them to you, you didn't even spend time with them, teaching them about me. You thought it was somebody else's duty. You paid money, you swore them once in a while, and that's it. May Allah forgive us. My brothers and sisters, this is dangerous. It's detrimental. It's bad for us. We need to understand what is the gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't ever think to yourself that because you are struggling, that that is a punishment of Allah. Just ask yourself, how's my link with Allah? Look at Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They surrounded them for three years in Shi'ab Abi Talib in Mecca to Al-Mukarramah, where they didn't allow food to go through or anything to go through. Some of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum suffered and struggled. You know, the companions died in the Meccan period. Did they ever complain? Not once. The Prophet sallallahu it is reported as the best of creation. You know what they were eating? 
They were sucking the roots of the tree in order to extract the juice and the leaves of the trees in order to fill their bellies. And one narration makes mention of some of the companions actually eating the skins of the animals. Have you, any one of you, ever eaten skins of animals because you didn't have something? They considered that a gift of Allah. Why? Can I tell you why? My brothers and sisters, this is the highlight of today's talk. The biggest gift Allah has given you and I is the fact that we are the Ummah of Muhammad Thank Allah for that. And if you don't thank Allah, He will take it away from you. Or your offspring, He will take it away. How do you thank Allah? Let me explain. It's not good enough to just say, I thank you, O Allah. That's, not, it's, that's part of it, but it's not good enough. I need to prove it with my actions. I must become humble. I must be there for salah. Recently, I was in Nigeria. My brothers and sisters, I was shocked when I saw some of the wealthiest of people, their determination to fulfill salah was such that if adhan is called, they won't talk until they fulfill their salah. And if you were to ask them, you know what happened? They will say, I don't need to explain to you what happened. Didn't you hear the adhan being called? You're a Muslim. You should know. If Allah is calling me, who are you for me to continue to talk to you? Imagine, I learned this in Nigeria. What type of the friends of Allah may there be there? And we are busy sitting here thinking, hey, I'm a holy guy. I'm pious. I got a nice masjid here. I come here often. I sit in the first saf. I got a fan going. I got this going. What are you talking about? That's not any sign of closeness to Allah. Sign of closeness to Allah is here. You should know it. You humble yourself. You run when it comes to Allah's instruction. You run away when it comes to Allah's prohibition. Then you know what no matter what comes in your direction, you always say, Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. I thank Allah upon all conditions. Allah never promised you you're not going to struggle in the world. But Allah promises you we will help you through those struggles if you are close to us. Life is a test. My brothers and sisters, thank Allah for what you have. Work hard to achieve more, yes. But work hard to get baraka and blessings in what you have. It's not good enough to say, oh Allah, I need a million and a billion. And there's no barakah in it. Your intention is as soon as I get it, I'm going to go to commit zina. I'm going to go to the casino. I'm going to go to the nightclub. I'll be able to buy the cocaine and the heroin and the drugs and whatever else it is. That's pathetic. Give up that bad habit. See the barakah that Allah places in your lives. Can I tell you something else? Haram costs a lot of money. Remember this point. Haram and makruh and that which is detested and bad, it costs a lot of your money. When you don't have barakah in your money, the first question you should ask, am I doing something haram? You will find maybe you have a girlfriend you're spending too much money on. Maybe you are spending money on drugs. I can take it as far as cigarettes. Some of us who smoke, subhanallah, we could have built three masjids for Allah in the last 40 years, the amount of cigarettes we've been paying for. I promise you. And sometimes what happens is, we have the bottle as a bad habit, something else as a bad habit, and your money goes, and then you're complaining, no barakah, no barakah. What no barakah? Allah says, you are not grateful. If you are ungrateful, look at the term kufr. You know, kufr means disbelief, isn't it? But it also means ingratitude, because you are... 
Basically, denying the favor of Allah upon you. Allah gave you wealth, He gave you health. What are you doing? Ungrateful. Allah says, okay, then my punishment is severe. You will see my punishment. You know, you've seen people who are sick, terminally ill, and they are smiling. I met a brother in Dubai, completely paralyzed from top to bottom. He speaks with his eyes. And you know what? He told me with the same eyes, he says, I am so happy with the ibtila that Allah has chosen for me. Which means I'm, you don't know how happy I am with what Allah has chosen for me. And this man is paralyzed. May Allah grant him a miracle. May Allah grant him shifa. Amen. And I know others whom the toe is twitching and they are depressed. The toe is twitching. Totally depressed. Something went in your eye and you really want to swear and curse. Something happened to your finger. It got closed in the door. And that's it. You swore the whole world for that. Look at the difference. Why? You have a problem with your link with Allah. Let's rectify that. That's the message we have today. And you will find that the shukr and the ni'mah of Allah, gratitude and the gifts of Allah, they come hand in hand. But know how to interpret the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us all. May He grant us barakah in everything He gives us. May He never test us with tests that are too difficult for us to pass. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all goodness in every way. May Allah grant love in the ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite the ulama of this ummah. May Allah unite the public and the general ummah. Us as Muslimin, take a look at your heart. Wallahi al-Azim. My brothers and sisters, when you feel for a fellow Muslim, it's a sign you are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The problem is we look for a small difference between us and a fellow Muslim. We hate him. Why? Because he read Salah slightly different to the way I read Salah. It's a reality. We don't want to see them. Is that what Islam is? When the Prophet ﷺ was kind to the hypocrites, when he reached out to the kuffar, how did it happen? These are not kuffar. We can't even call them hypocrites because that only Allah knows. But we can say there are other Muslimin. Who knows on the day of judgment who is going to be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And here we are having the issues with ourselves. And then we want barakah and we want the gifts of Allah. And we don't realize all this may just be a punishment of Allah. May Allah not do that to us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard us all. Wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad.